Hi everyone. Um, so if you've followed me for a while, you know I kind of keep it a little light as far as my entire life because I feel like you can always find humor even in the most shitty of situations. Um, but today I'm going to talk about actions over words because um, I was going through some pictures and I was talking to a really close friend of mine and she kind of asked me about a certain person from my past and what our relationship is now and how we are now and you know if we're friends do we still talk and everything like that so I'm going to take you on like a little journey I guess you can say about this certain person and why it has they and this situation has kind of like shaped me into the person that I am today um so I'm just going to say this right off the bat. You can tell people the most beautiful things in the world. And you can also listen to the most beautiful things in the world. But that doesn't make them true. What makes them true as far as relationships is the actions that follow. So someone can sit there and tell you, You're the most beautiful person in the world. You are the love of their life. You are the person they want to have a family with. You are the person they want to have kids with. The person they want to wake up with every day. The person, you know, just like their person. They can tell you that all day, every day. And everyone loves to hear that. Like, it is so comforting to hear that you are that person. But unless they follow up with the actions behind that... Those words mean nothing. They are just saying those words to get something from you. Whether it's comfort or money or favors or sex or just to make them feel good, that's it. Like, if you don't have the actions behind your words, then they're pretty meaningless. And a lot of people say really nice things to other people especially when they're dating or in a relationship that they honestly don't mean but they say it in order to keep that person there for whatever comfort that person is bringing them whether it's to boost their ego or to make them feel wanted or just solely so they don't have to be alone so i'm kind of struggling on how exactly to tell this story or where I should exactly start. So I'm just going to start from day one. So I used to be a very wild party girl. Um, I still to this day don't know how I pulled off working a normal eight to five job, supporting myself, um, partying with all my friends nonstop and having, you know, additional side jobs, um, doing like vendor promos for different alcohol companies, bartending, waitressing, um, helping my friends with their businesses, just doing the most. And while I was doing all this, I got introduced to someone who was not the type of person that I would normally um, date or pursue at all. Um, we met in passing, they walked by, and I noticed them just because they seemed out of place. And I got to talking to them that night, and we literally had nothing in common. They didn't drink. Um, everyone knows I consume cannabis, so 
They didn't do that either. Um, had never really drank before. Didn't really drink at all. Um, just totally like outside of my realm, which intrigued me because they're like a unicorn in this military alcohol-driven town. So we start talking and that leads to us hanging out and, you know, just dating. And we had been what I thought was very open with each other as far as like our dating past and history and everything that kind of went into that. Um, Because I felt like my past was pretty shifty. So when I was telling him these things, I was hoping he'd be like open-minded and also like tell me his dirt, which I found out way later he did not fully reveal some of his secrets that would have definitely changed the course at the very beginning. And it's something that I kind of understand because I know a lot of people are always like hesitant, like, oh, what if this person doesn't like me? And my rule is if they don't like you for this reason, you know, unless you're like a murderer or a pedophile, then they're not your person. Like, I fully believe that. And so he was over here being very accepting of my wildlife. And at that same point, he got me to calm down a lot. Like I stopped going out, I started working harder and, you know, just being a more normal person because he didn't like to go out, he didn't drink, he doesn't smoke, like, and I really just shifted my life around this person in a way that I thought was good and positive and healthy. And things were great for a while and it was just like kind of like a summer fling, summer romance type thing. And then, you know, summer ends and I had actually planned to move away. So we started trying to like split up or decide if we're going to do like a long distance thing. And while this is going on, he's telling me the most beautiful things about how he doesn't want me to leave, how he's going to miss me, you know, all of that. And I played into it. I was like, great, like this person really cares about me. And then something really unexpected happens, and that is I end up pregnant. And for those of you that have known me for a while, I have this crazy body where all my panels say that I should not be pregnant, I can't get pregnant, and four kids later, you know, still trying to figure out how it happens, besides the obvious, but yeah, I find out I'm pregnant. And we have this sit-down conversation in regards to it as to what we're going to do. Like, are we going to have this baby? Are we not going to have this baby? Are we going to be together? Are we not going to be together? And it was a very deep conversation. And it's something I remember very vividly because, again, pregnant, 100% sober. It's not something that I can, like, forget or wasn't coherent for. And... It was about that time that like our lives kind of shifted because he took a new job. I took a new job. We didn't live together. And I was under the impression, which I'm guessing now that I was wrong, that we were still in a relationship. But according to him, like we had, we weren't together. And then, you know, our relationship continues continues. 
or so I thought, and we move in together. We get a place together. Again, on his side, later I find out we're not together, which is where this next part becomes very essential. So we live together. I'm pregnant. We get a dog. Um, I'm making like breakfast for him before he goes to work and, you know, we're eating dinners together and everything, but according to him, we're not together. And as I got huge during my pregnancy, um, I would get like really insecure and that's when the words come into play that I was talking about in the beginning, because he would tell me, you're so beautiful um, like I want to spend my life with you. I can't believe we're having this baby. And there would be these really intimate moments that were super vulnerable, like on my aspect to where I f- was made to feel very comfortable in a situation that was not comfortable for me. And it at no point ever crossed my mind that he would be dating and sleeping with other women during this time because we live together we have a dog like we're having a baby never crossed my mind whatsoever until a very wild situation happens and I don't remember exactly how everything came into play um this part gets really cloudy because there is so much going on Um, There was job changes, um, life changes, moving, um, just there was so much going on. And so I ended up in the hospital um, for like preterm labor issues and my phone ended up dying. I remember that part. And then I wanted something. So he left and he left his phone with me. And I'm going to say this, um, I don't go through my significant other's phones. I like get really weird about it. Um, and it's for this reason that I'm about to share with you. So he leaves the room and I'm holding his phone and I'm like about to call my mother or somebody. I can't remember. About to make a phone call, which is why I have his phone in my hand. And, you know, he had given me permission to use it. And this text comes in and it's from his ex-girlfriend And it's her thanking him for last night. And I, like, to this day, it's, like, something that, like, floors me. Because I was like, whoa. And I scrolled up, like, slightly. And there was some very, like, suggestive pictures of her. So I closed out and I just started crying. I didn't know what else to do. Um, He comes back in the room. And I did not address it at all whatsoever. Um, if he ever listens to this, he's probably going to be like, whoa, like she knew for a while. Yes, I totally did. So he comes in and I'm crying and he's like holding me and he's like, it's okay. We're going to make it through this. Like everything's going to be fine. Again, with the super nice words and me just being like, yes, like we're going to be great. Cause he's telling me it's going to be great. Um, And so, you know, nothing exciting happens for a while. And then I have our baby. And I can't remember exactly what brought it on. Um, 
but one of my best friends was with me and she all of a sudden got in this really weird mood and was like, you need to ask him like what he's been doing and like if he's been honest with you. And I was just kind of like, okay, like that's really weird. Like, tell me what you know. And she's like, no, I, I don't want to be the one to tell you because I might be wrong. Like I might be seeing things differently. And so I asked him and to this day it was like one of the hardest things to get the answer to and it's still like really sad to me and this is also why to this day I hate having serious conversations over the phone like through a text or anything like that um because I asked him like are you involved with somebody else? Like, were you involved with other people while I was pregnant? Like, I feel like you need to tell me so we can move on from this situation. And I looked through my emails recently because for the longest time I had his response saved because it was so long through a text message and open And it put like a lot of things into perspective for me that I was obviously misunderstanding, but also that he was like, I'm not lying, but I'm also not telling the truth. And because I wouldn't ask the questions directly, he didn't have to give me like a direct answer until eventually I asked him and he told me, in detail everything like who he met who he slept with who he was currently involved with and then went so far as to point out why he hadn't been as affectionate with me or as close to me and as as distant with me as he had become because he felt so guilty for everything that he had been doing behind my back and because I trusted him. I never questioned what he was doing. He had so much freedom. I mean, I don't own this person, but when I didn't hear from him, when he would, you know, say he gets off work at five, I don't hear from him and it's eight o'clock. I don't think anything of it. I'm not like, oh, he's not being shady because he told me such nice things and never had to follow through with action that whatever he told me, I just accepted it as the truth. And... Now, like years later, going into relationships, when people tell me nice things, I kind of just nod my head and I'm like, that's cool. But what are you going to do to show me? And it doesn't have to be like monetary things. Like, I don't want someone buying me a bunch of stuff. I just want someone showing me that I am that person. Like, you know, because I didn't have that. Or like I was led to believe that I had that. And, you know, brought a child into this world with somebody when I was given very false hopes. And all of this is something that I try to, like, let go of and not carry on. But it's also something that has really shaped me and how I approach people and why I am so direct and why I give pretty much the most blunt and honest answers that I can um but it's also why 
I still hesitate to ask certain questions because you, I am a firm believer in like, don't ask questions unless you can like handle the answer. Like if you're dating somebody and you ask them like, hey, do you want to marry me someday? You have to be prepared for them to say like, no, like you're not the person I see myself with long term, but you are great for this current period of my life which is something a lot of people also won't say. They will tell you that nice thing because for most people, if someone tells you like you're not their long-term person, you're going to jump out and that person's going to be alone and lonely and whatever comfort you were giving them is gone and they're not ready to lose that. And this is just something that I wanted to bring to the light, so to speak, because I have a lot of friends that are dating or have been in long relationships, and this is something that I've carried with me for a while. And I do believe that everyone gets in relationships and stays in them for different reasons, whether they're in love, financial, kids, support, they're trapped, whatever. Everyone does it for whatever reason, but I feel like we all need to focus on being more positive and more open and more aware and making sure we're with people and building relationships that have a purpose and that we're also not deceiving other people or leading people to believe things that aren't true. I have friends who have been in relationships for years and their significant other is constantly saying, I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to have kids with you. I can't wait to buy a house with you. I can't wait to get a dog with you. I can't wait to do life with you. And years and years and years are going by and this person makes zero moves. And we all know someone who is like that. We have all been in that relationship. And it's disheartening that this person has zero intentions of making those moves, but also zero intentions of setting that person free. And this whole scenario plays such a big part in my relationships and friendships now because I only want people to be in my life if they want me to be in their life. And I just don't want to be like a stand-in in people's lives. And I don't want people to feel like in my life they're just a stand-in. And that's why I'm very meaningful in the moves and friendships that I make. It's why I don't have a lot of people close to me because I only want to have people close to me that I feel like I'm giving something to but also that are giving me something positive. Like I'm learning from these people, not people buying me stuff and making me feel special, but they're teaching me about motherhood, about life, about friendships, about work. And like there's a give and a take and it's very positive and nurturing and wholesome. And I feel like if I don't give that and someone doesn't give that, then it's kind of not a good situation for either one of us. And that's how my relationships are. And I'm currently only in one relationship. I'm not like polyamorous or whatever. Um, And that is something that is very important to me in my current relationship is transparency and making sure we're on the same page as far as where we stand with each other. Like, are we in a relationship? Are we exclusive? Are we open? Are we exclusively dating? But like, you know, there's so many different criteria to dating um and that was something that I when I stepped into my current relationship I was very vocal on as far as knowing 
where I stood and where they stood because I didn't want to hurt them and do something wrong thinking that I wasn't doing something wrong. Um, So I made sure to get very clear details because this past experience, which happened years ago, is still something that is very vivid in my mind when it comes to just opening myself up to other people um, because I don't ever want to be in that situation again and I don't want anyone else to be in that situation because it is so like hurtful and just I don't even think that's the correct word it's just so unsettling and shocking like thinking back on it even now I'm still just shocked that that was my life and that I was so I guess naive about it and now it's led me to be I don't want to say that I'm crazy but I'm gonna say that I'm crazy um in my relationships when people aren't where they say they're supposed to be or don't follow through with things I'm immediately like shut off like you say you're going to be here and you're not there, that's it. <laughs> if you say that you want me in your life for this purpose and that doesn't happen, that's it. And I know that's extremely unfair. And that is something that I'm constantly working on as far as like trusting people and trying to still see the best in people when I've seen the absolute worst of the person that I once trusted the most. But it is what it is. And to this day, this entire scenario is something that directly plays into my life. Whether I want it to or not, it's always sitting in the back of my mind with all my relationships. And anytime someone does something that's a little out of character or that doesn't quite add up I'm immediately suspicious and I went from being the most laid back calm rational like I was known for this quote that I'm about to say um only insecure people are jealous (laughs) and anytime I would date someone who would be kind of jealous or have jealous tendencies I would tell them that their insecurities are showing because I had never been in a position until this situation where I was made to feel insecure or like that I wasn't a valuable person or that I wasn't enough and now I looking back I want to apologize to those people and be like I'm sorry I said you were crazy because now I completely understand Someone put you in a shitty position and it has forever altered the way you approach current relationships, no matter how hard you try to not let it. It's whether you vocalize it or not, like it sits there in the back of your mind and you think about it. And, you know, moving on from that and going into new relationships, um, anytime something didn't add up, I was out. I would immediately start pulling back like this is not adding up and just wait for those pieces to fall in and sometimes they did sometimes there was another girl involved sometimes it was me being crazy but once you know like the clues and the cues to look for it's there and it's kind of hard to like turn away from 
And that is something that's, and it makes your relationships in the future harder because you're less naive about them. And it kind of sucks. So if you listen this far, I just want to thank you for tuning in. I tried to stay as streamlined with it. And I'm hoping this will help other people in their relationships um, because not everyone goes through this and not everyone dates somebody who has gone through this. So when your significant other is acting, quote, crazy about what you're doing and how you're doing it and like checking in, it's because they've been through something and does not always mean that they're doing something shady. It just means that they need reassurance that you are not a complete piece of shit point blank period they want to believe that you are that good person that tells them nice things and that you are the person that they believe that you are and if you can't do that for them you need to let them go because there are so many people in this world that are getting in relationships for the wrong reasons creating like false hopes and then just destroying each other and leaving little broken pieces along the way and people aren't fully healing from this because no one takes time to process it and as someone who has done both where I've gone from crazy heartache immediately into something else and also from crazy heartache into shutting off and just focusing on myself the second one is definitely where it's at (laughs) but I just want to, again, thank you guys for listening, um, tuning in. Of course, if you have any questions or you want to tell me your story, I am all ears or all eyes if you send it in a text. Thanks, y'all. Have a good day.